Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce, the first six months. If you're someone who's about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're just healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories that you're going to listen to focus on people that have been through a divorce, but more importantly, how they navigated through it. So learn from their experience and take lots of notes. It's real. It's raw. This conversation is vulnerable. Having said that, let's get right into it. How would you, knowing what you know today, how would you advise somebody that's about to go through these first six months? And it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be you know mental, whatever it is. But you, if you're talking to somebody right now, if somebody said to you, hey man, I think I'm going to get a divorce, how would you guide that person? I would, uh, first things first, I would tell them that uh, they have to get ready for that roller coaster ride, for that um, that uh, spectrum of emotions that are about to happen. Because whether you advise somebody or not, they're going to go through them. You know, it's not like you can cancel out certain factors of uh, feelings that a person's going to go through just because you give them advice. It's not going to change anything. It's how they process the information that you're giving them about what they're about to experience. So they're, they're going to go through all the phases, but they, they may have an easier time going through the phases if they know what they're about to experience. If they go in knowing that, hey, you're going to feel this first. You're going you're gonna to have the denial. Yeah, it's going to happen. Hey, why is this happening? You know, I can't believe this is happening. You, you, tell, you, you tell somebody, you're going to go through this. This is going to happen to you. And they go through it. And between the fact, you know, between the, 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 the phase of denial to aggression, maybe, before acceptance, they think, they go back and they think, like, dude, that dude told me that I was going to go through this. You know, so it's comforting. It's a little more comforting that they, hey, somebody told me I was going to go through this. So somebody else has been through this. The fact that somebody else has been through it and they've told you what you're going to experience, I think that's a comforting factor. Uh, that's why I feel very strongly of people talking to talking to somebody. Doesn't have to be a therapist. Could be somebody, other people that have gone through what they're going through. Like a, what is it? Like a um, a group, like a divorce group, like an uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, you know, Narcotics Anonymous. A divorce, a first, uh, a six month in divorce group of teaching you what you're about to experience. You're gonna go in a lot. Uh, um, what I say is a lot, uh, a lot less scared, a lot less fearful of what you're about to experience because now you have some, some now you have some data of what you're about to experience instead of just going in blind. That would be my first advice. That would my my yeah my main advice would be to tell them you know uh, uh, just share my share my experience on those on those four phases, those four different phases, each one. And tell them, listen, you're going to go through them, but at least you'll know somebody's with you. You know, somebody's been there, I've been there, and I'm with you on this one. So use this data so that when you go through it, you you have a, a little memory bank, you know, a little memory snapshot. Hey, somebody told me this was going to happen. Oh, yes. Somebody told me the same exact scenario happened to them, and now it's happening to me. That's a comfort. You know, it's a, it's like a little warm, a little... A little uh, what is it? A little safety blanket. Yeah. You know, people, people enjoy that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it feels good, you know, during that, 
during that uh, shitty time? I I found out about the situation uh, the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say April first, April Fool's Day. Oh, April, Fool's! April Fool's Day! I'm not cheating on you. April Fool's. <laughs> so I found it. Let's say April first, April twenty third. I confronted uh, my wife about the situation, and I let her know. You know, between the time of finding out, uh, doing the uh, legal separation agreement, finding out the audio that was going on, mm-hmm. and signing the, the legal separation agreement strategically with my family attorney, uh, and the and telling her was all within the matter of three weeks. So let's say April first, I. I got wind of the situation and we started dealing with a legal separation. April 15th, I found the, the video. And April 23rd, uh, we had already signed the legal separation agreement. And I went to her with uh, data, letting her know that I knew what was going on. I told her exactly what I knew. And I gave her the, the ultimatum for a divorce, April 23rd. From April 23rd, exactly two months later, I walked out of the courtroom, a divorced man, June 23rd, two months later. My thing was sense of urgency. Like I need this over with. My strategy was exactly what my dad advised. He told me, listen, if you have more money than she does, get an attorney and tell her you found an attorney that would represent both of you at a discount and you're willing to pay for it. That almost every time to somebody that doesn't have the financial capabilities to represent themselves it's going to be a slam dunk every time so what did my attorney do my attorney was taking care of my best interest in the divorce but with both of us present she was a contracted attorney re- uh, representing both of us mm-hmm. in a mutual you know in a mutual divorce so what did i get I had, I obviously, I was, I don't think it was a scam. Just, I played my cards right, you know, and she, and she took my hand, you know, she folded. I bluffed, she folded, and I won the hand. I got everything I wanted. I gave her what I wanted to give her, and it was, it was a done deal. And within 60 days from my proposal for divorce, I was walking out a divorced man. So what you're saying then is is get good advice. Good advice. And don't just give up all your marbles. Do not. Like know no. where you stand. It becomes a it becomes a war of the roses. Yeah. So for you you had a uh, um uh you had advice. You had somebody professional advice that were saying, "Look, these these are your options, you know, Correct. from your dad to the lawyer to everything else." Then you evaluated everything and you said, "Okay, this is my my best foot forward." Then you found out that she was cheating and that led to being like, "You know what?" I don't have to be forthcoming with everything. I'm going to give you options. Is that, did that work for you? Yes. In that instance or that situation. Yeah. The fact that uh, I found out that she was being unfaithful and deceitful. At that point, I didn't have to be uh, respectable anymore. I was taking care of my, that, that, that's when the, the, the tables turned and I felt that I had to take care of my best interest I wasn't doing it to, uh, I wasn't doing it to ruin her, but I was doing it for my benefit. I came first. At that point is the day that I was like, hey, you know what? I'm taking care of me. 
From this point forward, me, me, I was, it became selfish. I'm like, I'm the one coming out on top here. And if I got to bury you, I'm going to bury you in the process. And that was the way that I handled my divorce. I'm like, hey, if you want to go along with it, you're more than welcome to go along with it. If you don't want to go along with it, get your own attorney. And I'm going to spend as much money as I have to, to bury you. And that right there, she, she took a step back and she, she figured, all right, let me go with it. And let me get this over with because this guy is not playing games anymore. Like once I pulled out my, once I pulled out my, my claws, I showed her my claws. That's what I did. I showed her my fangs and my claws. I was like, you want to play? Let's play. And she said, ooh, I don't think I want to play anymore. And you said something that's super important. You became like what I call the, what I realized, the MVP of your team. Yeah. Because when you're in a marriage and like that, you're like, you know, it's partnership. So it's like, you're in a group, you're, you're, but you're when, a team player. but when the divorce comes and that happened to me too, it's like, I became the MVP of my play, of my freaking the team. The franchise player. Yeah. I was like, the I'm MVP. the guy. Yeah. And you're I'm no longer number here. one and you've, you've extinguished that. You are no longer number one. I'm number one. I'm going to take care of me and then let's figure this out. Yeah. And whatever happens to you is a residual, a residual. of what I get. Yeah. Whatever I don't get, you can have. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's uh, the, the person who takes that role in a divorce is going to be the one to come out on top. Yeah. Is the person who makes that call to become the MVP yeah. of the team when there's no more uh, team. Yeah. When it becomes I. When it becomes I. When it becomes the I that's not in team. Yeah. Once you become the, the Capitan. Yeah. Well, Johnny. Thank you for being with us and for sharing and for being open and truthful. Because as you've shared the story with me off camera, it, you know it's, it's the same story on camera. So one of the things that I, that I would love to ask you, and I ask all, all, most of our guests, is look into the camera and talk to that person that's about to go through a divorce. What would you say? What would you say to that person? I would say, be strong. Uh, shit happens. We all get through it. As hard as it may be at the beginning, shit gets better. You're gonna, you're gonna get over it. You're gonna move forward. You're gonna move on. I don't know if you're gonna meet somebody else. <laughs> I, I can't guarantee that. But you will be a different person and you may end up being the person you were supposed to be. That's it. Be who you were supposed to be. And having said that, that's pretty much all we got. Thank you for watching, hearing, or whatever you're doing to keep uh, divorce the first six months in existence. And if you're going through a divorce, like Johnny said, you know, just stay strong. You are going to get on the other side of this. Thank you once again for giving us your time. This is truly an honor to share this conversation with you. This started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm going to challenge you right now. If it made a difference, reach out and tell somebody. Thank you again, and I wish you all the courage and all the strength to be vulnerable in your life. It really does make a difference.